Warning, the following episode of Orsini's Uncensored Mind contains explicit language and adult content. The thoughts and opinions stated on the show are reflective of A.J. Orsini and his guests exclusively. But seriously, guys, the show's called Uncensored. If you got a problem with bad language, I really don't give a shit. AJ Orsini once again joined by the great Deceived Dave. Dave, are you excited? I'm excited. Are you excited? Hello? Oh, shit. My shit was muted. Yeah, I'm hyped. Let's go. <laughs> we live, was, baby. Hold we, on. we live, dude. See, I, I that's don't happened. like excitement when yeah. no one gets to hear it. It's so frustrating. Oh, my God. That happened to me twice live now. We're going yeah. on two in a row. I'm pretty sure on the third one, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking knock it right out of the park. It's all right. I'm gonna no, get yeah, it. for oh sure. Oh my god. Oh, I'm so excited about this episode because I'm going to cleanse myself. We're we're doing a cleanse today, Dave. A cleanse. <laughs> That's ironic. We're gonna take a break just for a second. There is the break I am referring to, of course, we're going to take a little bit of a pro wrestling break today. I do have to bring up one small little topic, but even that is not really pro wrestling related. It just involves a very specific pro wrestling manager and a very specific pro wrestler. Mm-hmm. After that, because it won't be long, uh, we're getting into some non-wrestling stuff. And before we get underway, I'm making a proclamation here and now. Today, I'm going to be a little wonky, a little a little on the goofy side today, a little on the comical side today, because I have, I don't know what the fuck my brain has been on, but this is episode, I believe it's 205, right? and I have a folder sitting here that I, I have made, and it's been here since episode one, and I have never opened this folder. I made this folder for this show. Oh, and okay. I've never fucking used it. What's in it? Oh, my God. I'll, I'm glad you asked because what's in it, a nice segue, is <laughs> a bunch of drops. Oh. A bunch of drops. What kind of drops are we talking about, AJ? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> that kind of drop. Oh, my God. Or, oh or my. when someone says something stupid and <laughs> I got this shit has been sitting here. All We're right. going to be doing the uh, four-year anniversary in about two weeks, three weeks, mm-hmm. something like that. I think it's two weeks now. And Who, I, me? No, I said the four-week anniversary is in about two weeks. 
Right, and I've it. never fucking opened up this bag of shit. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to have our regular average run-of-the-mill conversation today. Right. But it will be spiced. It will be seasoned with the Odobo version of audio greatness drops. Okay. I don't I know mean, which like one it. I'm going to use. I don't know when I'm going to use it. It'll be a surprise to all of us. But I right. promise you, I'll try to make sure that it's as close to what the fuck we're talking about as possible. I'm not going right. to do a real serious topic. And then we're just going to hit him with some stupid shit like, <laughs> that just wouldn't make any sense, right? <laughs> it has to connect, right? We can't sit here and talk about civil rights for individuals, and then we hit him with, <laughs> gay! We can't, we can't do that. It doesn't fucking flow. You know what I'm Damn, saying? if you had that one last week for the <laughs> hammers one, that would have been fucking perfect. <laughs> I, did, I was thinking of this one when we were doing the debut of the ad, when we were talking about the premium gel or whatever. I had. Oh, then we hit it with the debut. Oh, hit him with it, man. Hit him with it. Okay, so I'm just letting people know. I don't know when and I don't know how, but that'll be what's going on throughout the course of this fucking episode. So just keep that in mind. Bear it in mind. This is Drop Madness. We're doing drops today. Fuck it. We're going live. Fuck it. I've never had a chance to use these. I don't know exactly when I'll be able to use something like this. No clue, but we'll figure it out. We're going to ride this wave together as a squad, the squad of O. We're going to do that. All right, good enough. <laughs> so let's start. After all that I just did, let's start with the serious topic. <laughs> let's get that out of the way so we can enjoy our day and have some fucking fun on this program. I sent you a clip. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to it. It was 30 minutes, but at the same time. No, I did not listen to that. Okay. So I, I I did, however, I, I know I know we already talked about, but I did go back and finish that thing. The plan right for that. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Finish okay. that, dude. That thing was kind of nuts. When I was watching, I was like, dude, you're such a, a failure for not watching this before the pod because <laughs> there was so many great topics I could have chimed in on there. Well, we've got so time. Was well, there anything that so stood good. out that we didn't mention that stood out to you? No, you covered it all pretty much. Like it, we, there's nothing I could say that wouldn't reiterate something you already said. Okay. But boy, oh boy, it was a good watch though. It, it was, was a good, a good watch. watch. No, you know what? What what what's the guy you said? I forget his name. It's not. Who's the guy that made himself look like an idiot? Who said the dreamer, hammer comment? Dreamer, dreamer, dreamer. Dreamer. I wanted to say dreamer, but I thought I was wrong. Um, boy, oh boy, did they do a good job in that thing making him look stupid? Yes, thank you. Because he would, because he would make a comment, dude. There's no way he would never. And then the next person's like, yeah, he definitely did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, whoa, dude, are we are we attacking Tommy? And the per- and it's so funny because the person who said yeah he did that would then go on social media and tell the whole I didn't say that. No, we get this. We get the technicality. No, you didn't go on their program and say, yeah, he tried to rape that bitch. No, but you're putting him there in the moment, in the time in which she's saying this is taking place. You're you're incriminating this bitch. What'd she say? What'd she say? He he made her touch it. He he wouldn't do that. He would never do that. He exposed himself. I've never. Yeah, I would never. Ever do that anytime, ever. And then she's like, yeah, he kind of like told me to touch it and then left it there and then someone helped me someone said hey um get your dick off of that girl's hand and then she walked away <laughs> it did fit we didn't have to wait that long okay good so, Dude, it was just that's the only thing that stood out to me that was fucking hilarious yeah. every time he was so 
adamant about yeah. Ric Flair or anything for that matter, the next clip or the clip before it yes. just made him look like an asshole. Okay, right. So the only reason why I I, I sent you the clip at all is because I, I'm, it didn't it wasn't required listening. I just gave it to you in case you had the chance to look at it because you know me. Right. I'm going to bring it up anyway in in the word for word what he said. Right. And I'm not going to go through the whole diatribe, but but the clip that I had sent you, he was actually interviewing or he was having a conversation with, depending on. It was like a podcast. Up, it's right? his podcast. It's Jimmy's okay, okay, podcast. Okay. I believe it's the experience. It's one or the other, either the experience or the drive through. I can't remember. But he was talking directly with one of the producers of the show, Evan Hudsney, who is one of the people who puts the entire thing together. They go out. They, they pick the topics, they do the research, they put the whole thing together. Um, and he was asking him directly some of the things that were going on during the course of, you know, developing the episode and actually recording it and sitting all these guys down and having the conversation. And Jim Cornette made, I listen to Jim all the time. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you know, people criticize before it, but I listen to his podcast for the wrestling aspect. You know, him as a person, it's questionable. It's whatever, right? right. Old man screams at cloud. I, I get those I get those criticisms of him. I just love his thought process and his views on wrestling. Right. Outside of that, I'm neither here nor there. I don't really care. Well, for this particular situation, I cared a lot because I felt, listening to him, talk about this episode, talk about Rick, talk about the stewardess, talk about this entire situation, I really felt at the end of that conversation, that he did exactly what Dreamer was trying to do, just at a, he did it in a very shitty way. I felt like Jim did the same fucking thing that Dreamer did, which was excuse the behavior. Now, he was sure and adamant to repeat over and over, I'm not excusing the behavior, and yet he followed it with reasons as to why he was excusing the behavior. And the biggest right. phrase that he said that stuck with me, and I wanted to talk about this, that Rick had done things throughout his career, and he had done them so often, that, and there were so many willing participants during the course of him doing all these things throughout these years, that he never learned to turn it off. That he never, he didn't realize that he was doing all of these things to people. And I'm sorry, fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck all of that. I don't think for one second that that's even remotely true. People say, well, if he if he even had the idea that he would be that he was being that offensive and that aggressive, he he wouldn't go that bullshit because the problem in all of that is, well, he didn't know. No one told him. No one mentioned to him during the course of the plane ride when he's booty butt ass naked Mm. and he's waving his dick around at people. Mm. Everyone on that plane went, oh. You know, we've been on this plane for forever. Thank God Rick finally pulled his dick out. That's the conversation that took place. Aside from Tommy Dreamer. No, I mean, there was nobody on earth happier to see Rick's dick. I think Tommy gets happier to see Rick's dick than Rick sometimes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just just to be surprised by it. It's a Christmas gift all in itself. But other than Tommy, everyone on that plane is co-signing this, right? Not one person was like, you know, Rick... Maybe you should put your dick away. Leave the stewardess out of this. There are no men at any point in time in what has he been wrestling for 40 years? He's been in wrestling 50 years almost. Not a single time where someone has said, you know, Rick, maybe I don't really feel like seeing your dick today. Nobody? He's the God, dude. Nobody. Nobody. Nope. It's the gimmick. 
There was a there was a story told that I got this from the episode. There was a story because Rick's defense so far from this episode was released is he's admitted to being a shitty person back in the day that he's done some shitty things and he's repenting. Right. He's ever since he came off that table with a heart condition and almost died. He's seen the light. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. You know, that's a whole nother bag of shit all in itself. It's all it's always cool to destroy other people's lives, not for years, but for fucking decades. But then when your life is in peril, I've seen the light. Yeah, I mean, that's I'm a much how better, it goes. Yeah, I'm a much better individual now than I was before. Mm-hmm. So his only defense so far to that episode and to his actions is that he doesn't, he, he, he goes, I, I've been a shitty person, I've done some shitty things, but I've never forced myself on a person. I've never taken it that far. Really? Because on the very same episode that we're talking about here, Brian Last brought up, and this is true, because I looked it up just, just for this show, I looked it up, and it's mm-hmm. true. In Rick's autobiography, you know, the book about him, right? they told the story, which was not told by Rick. It was told by witness eyewitness account that they were at a party, and there was a bunch of people sitting on a couch, and he walked up from behind a lady who was on the couch. He unzipped his pants. He pulled that hammer out and plopped it right on the top of her fucking head. Mm-hmm. And then when she turned around to see what the hell had done tapped her on the skull, she gets a whole view of Ric Flair plopped right on her goddamn face. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and assume that is him forcing himself on somebody. No, no, no. See, that's why you have to ask the definition that they're using for forcing yourself. Hmm. To him, that could just be being that just could be him being playful. He's not. Oh, no, that's what they're going with. There's, oh, he's it's, not it's, forcing a, it's a himself. joke. We're it's a joke. joking. It's all for funny. Ha-has. Oh, yeah. No, it's all for funny. Ha-has. Hmm. This is this is the story that Cornette and Flair and all of those older generation guys go with. We're just joking. I pulled my dick out. And slap this woman on the back of the fucking skull for laughs. <laughs> shouldn't, we, shouldn't we all be laughing? This is hilarious. Excuse me, sir. Can you get your dick out of my mouth? Come yeah. on. Take a joke. Take the joke. What a fucking. Relax. What a fucking. Oh, rude. my God. This fucking guy. Yeah. Back in my day, you know, nobody complained. You get a ball back across the eyes and it's just it's just that's a Wednesday. Back Come in my on, day. You guys don't know how to party anymore. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh, it was all it was all for laughs. I think at one point they even said, "Oh, have we gotten to the point where just yanking your dick out of your pants and showing it around people is as bad as bombing a building full of school children." And I'm like, well, "There's levels to this, Jim. There's <laughs> levels to this. They could all be in the same shitty behavior basket without touching each other. It's it's Look possible." At- Look at what you have to do to distract. Hey, is me putting my dick on your head the same thing as a bunch of children yeah. being bombed? Come on, guys. It's just a joke, Rick. It's Rick, not the same thing. The premise to your joke, he, he the joke wasn't plopping his dick on the top of her head. Believe it or not, that's the setup. Oh, the, okay, okay. The real joke is when she that's... turns around... I'm gonna wallop this bitch he's right gonna in the boop, face. He's with gonna her. boop her on the nose with he's it. He's gonna boop her. Boop one of those cutesy <laughs> little boops. Hey, look. There you go. Right across the goddamn face, just like that. Another one. Right? There you go. Right there at the top of the fucking skull. For laughs. Ha 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 ha. Take a joke. Yeah. If Barry Wyndham 
had come into the locker room and just cock slapped Ric Flair out of nowhere. Imagine Rick's just bending over. He's tying his boots, getting ready for another 60-minute Broadway for the NWA World Championship. And Barry Windham would have come in and cock slapped that nigga right in the face. We would not be high highing, would we, Rick? Mm-mm. Yeah, if it's somebody else's dick, it's different. Well, I, you I, don't know. You don't know that for sure. I'm just saying. Actually, you know what? I don't. Based on you the description don't. of this generation, anything's possible. Anything is possible. Anything's possible. Dudes was banging ball bags for laughs. Mm-hmm. I'm listen. I'm glad Dude, they were it. roofing each other. So I, yes, yes. You trying, you you, trying to tell me no one got penetrated? Did, did you hear Jim Ross's fucking? Yeah, sometimes it's just H bomb people and have them uncoordinated and fucked up for fun, for laughs, yeah, for, for giggles. Laughs. We wouldn't take their underpants or anything. Yeah, Jim Cornette was telling a story on his show about. How well now everyone thinks this is what we all did back then. It's not what we did. We weren't all like this. We did this, and this, and this. And then his descriptions were fucking horrific. He's like, wait a minute, god damn it. That's like saying, Well, we didn't all stab people. A few of them got shot in the face. We That's mixed why it. Every... we mixed it up. That must be why that generation thinks this generation is that is a bunch exactly of pussies, a bunch of soft. Wait a minute, I walk into this fucking locker room, I see PlayStations, I see families. Where's the cocaine? Where Where's are all, the hooker? Where's some, the roofie hooker? You should see the look on veterans' faces when they come to these indie shows and there's no rats. You should see their faces. Where are all the rats? What rats? What the fuck? Half of the, the women. In the, half of the women in this, yeah, sandwich. Half of the women in the building came with, with the wrestlers. You can't fuck any of them. Sorry. God damn it. God damn it. That whole. Uh, I listen to this dude all the time. That was the first one I'm listening to it. And I'm just like, God damn, Jim. You just made this whole shit worse. Stop talking. Because I get it. Because he opened up the whole thing just by saying how close he is and the relationship and what he did for my career and all that stuff. And I get that. I get that. That's why I said it last week. Tommy Tommy was trying to be fucking he was loyal to his boy. That's what it was. His boy was getting kicked on verbally. By that people. relationship, I could just feel, is not what Tommy Dreamer thinks it is. Yeah. Like, Ric Flair is probably this fucking guy again. And yeah. then Tommy yes. is just like, I hate to oh, bring, hey, man. I hate oh, to, this is my friend. This I hate to bring friend. it back to Ace Vane, but the Shazam Superman relationship. Nigga, get off this dude's dick, son. <laughs> what are you doing? He was like, a, Tommy was a minute away from just being, yo, we're the best of friends, bro. I don't even know. That is my dude, sir. What are you doing? He was, he's my goddaughter's godfather. Or my daughter's godfather. I, I was say. about to say, damn. Yeah, I know. He's, he's Ric Flair, bro. He is allowed to pull his dick out and do whatever he wants anytime of the fucking week. What's the matter with you people? You want to get on TV? You better look at Rick's dick. Look I can, no, when you glory. hear. When you hear stories like this, you can also now start to see why so many, like, underneath talent and, and legitimate tough guys, legitimate tough guys, strong men, boxers, kickboxers, martial arts guys, who got into the wrestling business and immediately got out. Because they were just like, yo, I cannot do with this gay shit. What is going like, on? Like, yo, I'm not going to lie, yo. These guys low-key gay, <laughs> so, yeah. there, yo. Do y'all have something y'all want to share with the rest of us? Like, what are you doing, y'all? I can understand cup checking a bro from time to time, but that can't be daily routine. You can't. You're not listening. Like, Dan Severin ran screaming from pro wrestling. He mm. was just like, nah, chill. I'm good. Mm. I'm fucking good. I'm all done. 
So, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up and have that conversation because I'm, that's not a fucking excuse at all. I was, telling, I was telling Steph earlier, I said, there's so many people who are, who are born just nice. You know, they're just nice people. They don't fuck up. They don't make too many mistakes. Some of them not even trying. You know, if you make a mistake in life and you come back from it, that's great. That's good. That's what you should strive to be. There's nothing wrong with that. But you can't be on the same level as somebody who's never made that fucking mistake. So if like, people are like, what, you think you're better than me because you never made a mistake? That's exactly what that is. They are better than you because they resisted the temptation that you did. Mm. No one's on the same. They all, you know, all the, even when you were talking about, and I don't want to bring up anything political here, but the all lives matter thing. That is the most f- faulty phrase I've ever heard in my entire life. All lives matter. Cool. I want you to remember that. So if I walk into your house and shoot your wife right in the fucking face, all lives matter, bro. Don't get mad at me. It all matters. It's all the same shit, right? It's all blended together. No. People have value in this world. Some of mm. y'all are shitty. That's it. You you don't get to be on the same level with everybody else when you spent your whole life being shitty. I, I've grown up in, you know me, wrestling has been in my blood my entire fucking life. But I spent most of it respecting a lot of these older guys. But the more that comes out over and over, and you don't have to just single out Rick. I mean, it's over and over. The Grizzly Smith story. The, I don't know if you know who that is, Grizzly Smith. That's an old, old-timey old wrestler here. Who mm-hmm. used to, that looks really good. Who looks to, who is the father of Jake the Snake Roberts. The father of Jake the Snake Roberts. Who was diddling all these little girls while working in the wrestling industry. And kept it conveniently, you know, extremely quiet. This is another dark side of the ring, by the way, for those of you who haven't heard the story. But he kept it conveniently quiet for a while. Mm. But it's impossible to keep those kind of stories extremely quiet. Somebody somewhere around the way is going to find out. And a few of them did when he started bringing some of these bitches to the fucking matches. He's bringing them to the shows. We're talking about underage kids and people like, well, I just always assumed that was a niece or whatever. The, and he's over here having his way with them. And they it's just crazy. looking the other way. And I'm supposed to sit here and be like, well, let's be respectful of it. No. Not every old timer is a piece of shit, but a piece of shit is a piece of shit. I don't care how old you are. Hmm. That, that whole idea, well, it's been, it's been 20 years. Are we really going to give a shit? Yes. Absolutely. If somebody killed my mom and we didn't know who it was for 20 years, we finally found out. I'm not going to sit here and go, ah, you know, she's been gone for a minute, though. Like, <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a minute, though. Yeah, it's, I, I mean, we're we really going to push the issue on it. I got shit to do. So I, don't mad, really, bro. I don't really have time to be going to court and shit. Like, can we get this wrapped up? Mm. Like, that's not going to happen. There's no statute of limitations for being shitty. So I'm kind of just, I know I'm doubling down on everything that I just said last week but i'm just wanted that back out into the world and let them all know what's going on so now we're done with all that sad shit Mm. let's get into some fun stuff this is the fun stuff here let me see what do we have here Uh, what is this all right that didn't fit but i'm telling you that's what we're talking about that's what pictures pictures no it makes sense here you go hey we're gonna figure this out guys one way one way or the other we're gonna have some good times I sent you a few links. Yes. Okay, now, before we get into the links, real quick. The reason why we're taking this break from pro wrestling, 
Because there's a lot of pro wrestling I actually do want to talk about. But uh, before the reason why we're taking this break, a few people have asked me, NXT 2.0, right? You uh-huh. made a comment on Facebook, AJ. You said you loved it. I watched this show, and it was the shits. What the hell? Did, for the record, that show was horrible. But I did love it. It's a weird dynamic. I loved it for what it was, what it was because I know that that's what it's supposed to be. Not the other way around. They're using it as a developmental. So everybody was like, oh, I can't wait to hear it. Not today. You're going to have to wait for that. I'm going mm-hmm. I'm I'm to ease it in some other time. Okay. AEW Grand Slam. They said, oh, what an amazing AEW event. I watched it. It was amazing. They got to do one. They're going to do another one tonight. That's why we're not talking about it. Because I want to compare, not compare, but I want to talk about both. Because Wednesday was ridiculously great. Friday has even better matches on it, so I'm excited. But we're going to do it all together. So, other than that, didn't really feel like there was any other wrestling worth talking about. So, we're going a different way. I enjoy things outside of wrestling. Wrestling is my obsession, but I enjoy other things as well. And there's a few other things that I haven't had a chance to talk about because we've been so goddamn consumed with professional wrestling. Like, Mm. for instance, my love of Marvel is back. Oh, I love it. Where'd it go? Where'd it, where my love for it? Where'd it go? Uh, well, what if kind of fucked with it. (laughs) What if? The the what if series on Disney plus. Oh, I didn't watch that. Yeah, it's. Yeah, don't do that. It's not the best. It's yeah, cool. Do it's interesting, but it's not. It's not pulling me. Loki was the last thing that really pulled me. That's why I've been kind of on a Marvel hiatus. What if has not been doing it for me? It's had some good episodes. It's had some good moments. Some cool things, but it's all over the map. And uh, they're one-offs, but at the same time, they're supposed to be. Kind of sneak previews as to how this whole multiverse thing is going to work moving forward. Yeah, da, 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 da. okay. I don't, I don't need the highlight reel because I've already experienced the multiverse. So I guess that's why it's not really doing anything for me. So the What If series have kind of has kind of dulled me down a little bit. But as soon as I started to feel a little down about it, they pulled me back in. So did you, gotcha. did you get a chance to see? Uh, actually. I, I wrote it in kind of a random order to you, so I may not. I watched these, so I'm confused. What sparked you? Spider Man. Okay, I'll far, give you that. Far from home, uh, did it. The Eternals, which I did want you to see. That's um, gonna be good. I don't know much. Gonna, of, I've I've said before I don't know much about that, but every time they come out with something new, teasing that movie, I'm yeah. super interested. I want to see that in IMAX. Like for sure, that would definitely be a really good IMAX. I game. for yes. sure want to see that in IMAX. Absolutely, Angelina Jolie on IMAX, <laughs> the touched up perfection version. Let's do it. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're <laughs> come on, we're not talking uh, Laura Croft, Angelina Jolie. Oh man, I, I wonder if I don't know. Has she commented on the new Laura Croft yet? Oh, I don't know. I. Would imagine Another, she doesn't care. <laughs> I can imagine she just doesn't care. At least this one won't have to fake the accent. Mm, you know, maybe Haley Atwell, Marvel alum Peggy, will now be the new Tomb Raider. In case you guys didn't hear out there, I'm sure it would be good. I do want to go back to the new video game series because it was good. It's a little different. It, it felt it felt a little bit more survivally more than yeah. um mystery or not mystery but like puzzle game like you, like it was before yeah, but what do you call that mechanism where you have to hit certain buttons 
during the course of actions. It was like something's happening, something's happening. And you had like X, a live sequence. Yeah, so it was like, like a live X, sequence. And you slide, like boom, yeah, and then you keep yeah, doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. That was actually kind of cool. I actually, you know me, I haven't played that kind of video game in a while. That shit grabbed me for like a month. I Dude, was but Tomb Raider was so good. It was just like it I had played action. Tomb Raider too. Yeah, it had action. It had stuff, and then you would get in these rooms where you would just be stuck in for hours. <laughs> it was so good. It was a, it was a great. Game. I'm corny though because when we had the Tomb Raider, I don't remember which one it was, but I spent a lot of time in the training room. Because it used to be a lot of fun to play in there. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Grabbing on to stuff. Oh, Oh, we know why. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we won't have to, you know, we won't have to stuff Haley. Uh, Her tits are proper Laura Croft size. So we're good to go. go. All you marks and nerds out there who go crazy for that shit. There it is. Because I don't think I've been ignoring that Cowboy Bebop fucking controversy, okay? I I don't care for it. But at the same time. I'm not ignoring it either. I, I see you people out there. Anyway, let's we spiraled, but just let's get back to for just a second. Spider-Man is the one that piqued my interest uh, because I listen of all. There's been a lot of new shit. I know Black Widow was something familiar, but it was definitely a different vibe, a different feel. It was a different type of movie. This one, well, Black Widow was. Black Widow was right. Yeah, and the Eternals obviously is something new. Really? Because I feel like Black Widow had remnants of the Marvel Universe we're used to. A lot of it, actually. I That's why I, I, I didn't feel that way when I was watching Really? It. No. I don't understand how you felt that way. No. I mean, they made their you they made a lot of references that I was able to catch on to and, and kind of do that whole marquee where it's like, ooh, 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 I remember that. You know, I had those moments, obviously, but I don't know. With Taskmaster and, and, and these new characters they were introducing, it felt like a new film. Okay. I know that she was in it, but usually, because remember, I'm programmed by the MCU. She's always the side character. In everybody's movie, she was always the secondary person. She was an Iron Man person until she became a cat person, and then she was an Avenger person. It was, it was never her own thing. Now she had her own thing, but they used her thing to vehicle other characters, so it, it felt new. Right. This one does not feel that new to me. This one feels, chef's kiss. Mwah! This one feels like it's right in there. And then they took it the extra nostalgia step with the added characters and actors returning. I didn't think they'd blow their load with a reveal this early uh, by giving us Doc Ock the way that they did. And I know they're doing some trickery with the camera work because, I mean, it's already been discussed online. I'm not breaking any news here, but this version of Doc Ock has no idea who the fuck Tom Holland is. You would think chronologically. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't make sense. So does that confirm that Toby's in it? Are we going to see some different things? There's already the rumor going around that Thanksgiving we're getting another trailer, this one involving more characters involved with the new film. There's a lot the of Spider-Man, th- right? Yeah, there's this. Yeah, there's supposed I mean, I, I thought that we're going to have a bunch of different Spider-Mans in yeah, this. That's what the tease is is that maybe we'll see one of them. Andrew mm-hmm. Garfield has been playing games with people online. Toby has been a true profesh. He's talking to nobody. If you're not following this, like, step by step, it's super easy to get confused because so many people post so much shit. It's hard to tell what's real advertisement and what's not. And they've been doing it on purpose, too. They've been uh, Marvel's been fucking with people. They've been giving out fake presses and fake releases. 
mm-hmm. and they've been giving out fake movie titles and this person's not in it and that person's not in it. Jamie Foxx is now playing into the game because we know that he's in it. Right. But what what role does he have? What is he doing? We know he's Electro, but are we still going to get the blue guy version or what the hell? Doc Ock, uh, if my memory serves correct, uh, Spider-Man 2 villain, he end, he ended his uh, his film – uh, he died a hero. He died. He was the one who took that shit down at the end and won. I mean, he didn't win. He died with it. He took it with him. He died in, in his efforts. But he's the uh, one. That's who, a tie. Huh? That's a tie. That's a, that's a tie? <laughs> he didn't win. He didn't win. He uh, died. That's a draw. There that's you go. Draw. That's that a word. We call, we call it a draw. Isn't that right, boys and girls? <laughs> what the fuck? That was a. Oh, what my God. That was oh my God. terrifying. My chest. What? I'm gonna delete that one. <laughs> yeah, put a fucking I, asterisk I, on that one. I don't one. ever want to hear that. Hold on, I need something to. Hold on. There we go. Cleanse the light, Lighten the mood up. <laughs> Cleanse the palate a little bit. What the <laughs> fuck was that? Holy shit! Okay, fuck My heart's beating a thousand miles a minute. All right. Anyway, Sp- <laughs> Spider Man. Uh, so uh, I also love the home motif. Homecoming, far from home. Uh, I mislabeled this. Far from home was the second one. This was this one's what? No way home, or no something way like home. that. Yes, it's no, no way, way home. home. I mislabeled yes. this, right? But yeah, no way home. I love the motif of that. That's pretty cool. Uh, I love the different that we're gonna really kick the uh, multiverse into high gear with this. But your boys in this too, by mm-hmm. the way. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, this that trailer felt very Doctor Strangers, as as in the vibe from the first mm-hmm. film. Right. Uh, does this it further push or deter kind of your excitement for that new strange film? Oh, dude, nothing. Dude, it's infinitely growing. Like, okay. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just waiting. Like, and that's one of the reasons there. why I am definitely going to watch this one because I know, first of all, he's going to be in it. And second of all, it's going to drive that story or the whole story. Basically, the foundation, if I'm not mistaken, of this whole universe is going to start here and then progress in the Doctor Strange movie. So Yeah. I, I actually felt from what I understand thus far, I don't wake up and look at this shit every day. So I oh, might I, be behind a little bit. I literally do because I don't have a choice because this shit notification <laughs> they send notifications to my phone. So I don't have a choice. But the uh I I made a comment I know it was on this show, I can't remember which episode it was. That I I felt like my biggest curiosity about the Doctor Strange film was we're finally going to see how he has kind of taken everything since Endgame, right? Mm -hmm. Because he was the one who saw the different variations and how they would win or lose. He saw it all before it happened, and then he had to allow it to happen. Mm -hmm. Not just the death of trillions of people, but eventually the death of Tony Stark himself. This is something he had to let kind of happen. And I was curious. I was like, man, I really want to see where that takes this character, especially since his movies titled in the multiverse of madness. I was like, Oh, this is going to be, this is going to be crazy storytelling. And then I saw the, what if with him in it. And that kind of drew my curiosity even more. And then I saw this and I went, Oh, maybe they are going to do something with this because I just felt like in this trailer, strange was extremely just smiley and happy Mm-hmm. And jokey and winky, and I'm like, man, is he overcompensating? I feel like it's gonna get 
I think the story is going to make a turn to where people are going to, even if it's for a little bit of time, people are going to start um, wondering if they could trust him. Because again, he saw everything. So at some point, he's gonna he has a goal and he'll know which way he needs to go to get there. Which, if that's how they play on the story, would kind of turn him into this mass manipulator, even if he's not doing that. And like, what what goal is he going towards as well? Like, I don't know. That's why I feel like he can see okay. if he can see all the outcomes of something. I think trust is going to be a question for him later on in this series. Where do you think? Wanda fits into all this then. See, I don't know much about that character. Like in general. Yeah. So I, I would have no no clue. Love the show. I thought the show was phenomenal. What an I, Emmy. I loved it. It was it started off a little slow, but boy, oh boy, when it took off, it, it, <laughs> it took off. It got there eventually. <laughs> it took off. It was so good. But um, yeah, yeah, aside from that, I really don't know much about that character in general mm-hmm. at all. So I mean, you know, we'll I, I do have a little bit of, of, of again, because I've learned over the years, my comic book knowledge is <clears throat> almost useless to me in the MCU because it's just, they, 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 what's the best way to describe this? They are very loose with some of the material that they're given as far as uh, the source material. Mm-hmm. So they'll take what's necessary. Main points to and main points, and and they try to fit things to theatrical release and all that other yada 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 yada. Mm-hmm. The groundwork that WandaVision really laid, I think, which is why I'm actually more excited probably now for Doctor Strange uh, than any of the other ones, because As you should be <laughs> because these are also not the only you know characters that are new that are going to be doing debuting. I should say Wanda. Wanda has traditionally throughout comics been known as what we all refer to as an omega mutant she she is almost godlike in power to the point where it's actually kind of funny because she she constantly doesn't even begin to understand her own strengths she doesn't really know how strong she can be she's been a character for so long she knows now but i love that wandavision took it took it there where she's kind of discovering all this for herself how powerful really am i i know mm-hmm. i'm a telepath i know i can move things i know i can destroy things that's basically the whim of a thought but like how far does that really go for her to lose her mind so to speak or to go insane like she was kind of doing in one division would be catastrophic and that's why i i was the first one that bit into it and said oh this has got to be like house of m Right, because mm-hmm. she, because Elizabeth Olsen talked about it so much. Oh, I would love to do like a House of M like variation storyline. That would be really, really cool. But you know, it ended up being something else. And now we go to Multiverse of Madness, where she's kind of after projecting herself. Now she's doing all these different techniques. When last we left her, she was reading that book in solitude and getting more knowledge about what it is she can do. Fast. By the time that we get to this movie, she's going to be damn near omnipotent. So the the guess, so to speak, the the best guess people have had is that she may be a primary villain yeah, in I'd, that strange I'd, film. I would imagine. And I don't think that's, that that's going to last for long. <laughs> and it's going to be well, yeah, but that's what I mean. Like Doctor Strange is going to see something, and not and it all depends on what her character. I don't know, dude. My brain. 
My brain has so many thoughts. You could go so many ways, man. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I, I hesitate to even sit here and go, well, I know the comic, but I don't know, because I don't know. Yeah. I don't really know, because I don't know what they'll play with. I don't know what kind of different... And they're not making they're it any easier with their spoilers oh, no. and their fake they're, leaks they're... and all that shit. <laughs> They've actually done a better job so far of this phase to not releasing shit. I'm actually right. pretty surprised, because they're now trusting a new generation of people to keep their fucking mouth shut, including right. Tom Holland who is notorious for giving up the goods. Uh, one of the six Avengers who's yet to have his own expose, who is also really good at keeping the Marvel secret. Jeremy Renner returns. Hawkeye. Did you see the Hawkeye trailer? Yeah, and I'm so confused what all the fucking hype is about. Like, <laughs> dude, what the fuck? No, and, and this is why I don't listen to people when they talk about movies. I, it must have came out. I noticed it was out because people were like, oh, good, good trailer. And it went from good trailer to people like, amazing. This is insane. This movie is going to be so good. So then I finally watched it. And I'm like, I mean, it's it's bad now because of the way people were talking about it. Yeah, That's the only reason why it felt bad, because people were just talking it up like something fucking crazy. I really don't understand what happened in that trailer <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> not a bad trailer. It's just I don't yeah. understand what the hype is about. Oh. Everyone was just going crazy. They were like, <laughs> just going crazy. <laughs> oh, I thought that was you there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what oh makes me God. laugh more about it is that that, cl- that shit is labeled Derp Yell. <laughs> I think that's South Park. No, dude. That's, I think that's The Simpsons. Sounds like Homer. Baby, who fucking... Guys, I'm listening to these drops for the first time, too. I never really got a chance. What is this? All right. I couldn't (laughs) even hear what that said. (laughs) That shit was so intense. All right, moving on. Oh, that was Bruce Almighty. Okay, all right. Yeah, that one. Okay, all right. Anywho, yeah. So uh, the trailer, right. What's the hype? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, I enjoyed the trailer, too. Uh, It gave, for some reason, I guess because of the Christmas vibe, I was getting, like, diehard vibes. No, but that's what got me. Don't throw Christmas in a fucking Marvel movie. Dude, (laughs) Christmas is my favorite. But So you put that into anything, I'll give it a shot. So I was cool with that. Again, like I said, I just just think the weird hype that I don't know is where from is what kind of killed the trailer. But it was a good trailer. Yeah, we're going to see where all this goes uh, as far as this. I did. uh, Are you hyped for Hawkeye? I, to a degree. I know it's good. It has to, for me, it has to be obviously a big part of what's going on. Because if it's just some standalone movie about an isolated situation and at the end they're going to segue him back into the movies with a call for arms or something, then this movie's going to be weird. This show, it's a show, by the way. You keep saying movie. Oh, uh, it's a show. It, it's the show, right? It's a, it's oh. like like low key. One division is going to get episodes, um, but uh, this whole okay, well, it could be good. Then. This whole vehicle is set up for Kate Bishop for Haley Steinfeld. Uh, th- we're we're introducing the world to the new Hawkeye. This is the new Hawkeye that's in the comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they did all they could with all the old characters. They're now shifting over to the current ones. Mm-hmm. That's why we have so many of these new characters developing. And Kate Bishop, of course, being the current Hawkeye. So we're, we, we're developing basically all this just to get this character developed. My And this is going to sound kind of Kind of like up. what they did with Black Widow. Yeah, kind of like what they did with Black Widow. Uh, kind of what they did with um, Loki as well. 
uh, introduced a. I know they're all variants of fucking Loki, but that was the point. They introduced a couple of those characters. Though Kang made his first appearance in the MC in the MCU through Loki. So we're we're getting all these new introductions here. My favorite part of Hawkeye is two things. One that was in the trailer, one that's actually not in the trailer. One that's not in the trailer. I cannot wait to see, and this is storyline-based. You know me, guys. I love the dialogue. Action's great, but I love great writing. It gets me rock hard. And I can't wait to see where they're going to include Yelena into all this. Uh, Because remember, we ended Black Widow with the target on Hawkeye's back. Mm -hmm. She's in the show. We don't know how. We don't know when. But she's here. And I, I can't wait. And I cannot wait for that fucking confrontation because Hawkeye has no fucking clue this woman exists. And I don't know if he's going to be able to prove to this lady that it, what happened on that planet was not his goddamn fault. Listen, bitch, I tried to die. I tried. Right. Everyone knows I tried to die. Well, not everyone. He's the only one on the planet who knows what happens to Black Widow. And she's going to play the villain in this one and then oh, yeah. obviously turn good guy at the end. Obviously. Absolutely. So. And the and second, I, the, the second thing that was in the trailer, Rogers the musical. Can we make this happen for real? Shut up and take my money. I go to Broadway all the time as it is, a Captain America Broadway play. Yes, please, and very much fucking thank you. you I go? love this. Uh, go, go. <laughs> Season passes. I'm there. Oh I'm there. I'm when as soon as they change the staff and the understudy gets a chance, I'm there. I'm rooting them on. I want to personally finance this. Can this happen? Can who can I get a GoFundMe started? Can we get this started? I need this to happen. That was the most elegant play I'd ever seen in my I only got five seconds of stage performance, which means it's gonna be an episode. There's right. going to be an episode where this shit happens. Mm-hmm. I need to fucking see this. This needs to be a part of my life. If I die beforehand, if I die before this episode drops, all of you should know that I died unwillingly. Okay? Mm, I did I not understand. I did not want to go. It was not my time. I hadn't seen Rogers the musical yet. <laughs> Jesus fucking I need to see it. It was hilarious. It's my current Facebook cover. As soon as I saw that, I had to I blocked out the rest of the trailer. I had to go back and rewind it and, and rewind. Okay, I'm 38. I had to skip back to the fucking beginning to go ahead and watch this trailer again. Jesus Christ, I was so into it. Maybe perhaps too much. My excitement level right now is through the roof. I was more excited for Rogers the Musical than Hawkeye the Trailer. And the Hawkeye the Trailer I liked. So we'll see. Well, I, there you go. There you have it. I have the Eternals here, but I think we already spoke a lot about the Eternals on another episode, too. I was trying to remind everybody to keep just a, looks so good keep an open mind keep an open mind I, I think i said it to you the one movie in this entire phase that i think has the biggest chance of bombing is this one bombing bombing yes i don't i'm not saying that it will i'm saying it has the biggest chance for sure and why do you feel that because way? i feel like a lot of the subject matter in this fucking film is going to be right over people's heads you think it might it's be too gonna, early for this? Too, no, I I think it's the right time, especially if we're we've already it, Guardians kicked open the door. Guardians and Strange being successful, I feel at this point anything is possible. But this we're talking about something else here. We're talking mythology. We're talking gods. We're talking celestials. 
we're ta- there's a possibility we may be divulging into the one above all. And that is even, I mean, you want to talk about thick comic book reading. This is it. Only the hardcore of hardcore comic book fans have read stories based solely on celestials and gods and all of this shit. I mean, a lot of the avid comic book readers can't get into it. It's it's writers jerking off and being trying their best Shakespeare. Writing, writings yeah. for writers yeah, written by writing, writers. Yes, that kind of stuff. So I'm sure they've loosened that up for the film. You can already tell by the trailer there's a little bit of comedy in there. They've hired some pretty funny people to be in it. Mm-hmm. So that's a good that's a good shot that's a good uh good sign. That one black dude with the IKEA joke. I, I didn't know who he was when I saw the trailer, but I just recently got a chance to see Godzilla and King Kong and he's in it. So I was like, all right, he's pretty funny. All right, cool. So I'll get a chance to see him in this movie. I'm sure he'll be dope. So this is good. Uh, yeah, by the way, did you get a chance to see King Kong and Godzilla? I had no interest. Why is no it really interest. good? Okay. I mean, if you had no interest, I don't think anything that I'm going to tell you was going to spark it. But That's not true. <laughs> no, you don't I, know that. I, I, I'm, a, I, I'm a very... You got me to go watch Black Widow that day. <laughs> so don't sell yourself short. Well, I don't, I don't, no, well, this is the thing. It, there's really no sell to this other than the fact that if you like, if you like big, angry animals fighting each other several fucking times throughout the course of a film and creating property damage like nobody's fucking business, and this is the fucking <laughs> movie for you. Because I, I was a little upset when I saw the remake for King Kong. Uh, which started a, a kaiju universe. So it was Kong. Then they gave us that, that Godzilla with Kick-Ass and Brian Cranston. Mm. And I was like, all right, that's kind of an okay film. It wasn't terrible. Neither one of them were terrible. But you kind of got the idea that they were kind of developing the characters of the monsters, and I think people were upset by that because we're like, you know, it's a King Kong Godzilla movie or Godzilla movies. We want to see them blow shit up. Right. And that was the criticism. Well, folks. If you stood through the character development, this was the film for you because they <laughs> opened up the film with a fucking knockdown, drag out brawl. Nice. Uh, yeah, no, the, uh, Godzilla opens up the film fucking shit up. And I mean, in listen, w- in the Godzilla film when he was by himself, and I'm, I'm mm-hmm. going off on a separate topic and I apologize, but Godzilla has that radiation uh, fire breath. Right? And right. he does the whole, eh, and he does the fire. <laughs> shit right, yeah. I'm mad you didn't have the sound effect. Yeah, no. Uh, you know what? It's not in this fucking drop. And now it needs to be. Uh, after this, I will. <laughs> but uh, uh, so he he built up to that. It was the big weapon, right? It's, what I, it's the one part everyone wants to see. Because he has this real nasty move that he does with it where he's attacking another monster. I think he was Mothra he was fighting. And he grabs Mothra by the bottom jaw and the upper jaw, and he yanks on it, and he does the fire breath directly into his fucking mouth and just mm. melts all that shit up and fucks him up. And that's how he used it in the other movie, and I was like, that's pretty dope. Well, in Godzilla vs. King Kong, he opens the show with the big weapon, and he's just burning shit up. He is fucking him up. It's not even close. 
they can't nudge this motherfucker, the true king of monsters. He came in here and just fucked. He fucked up shit. What was it Steve Austin said? Arrive, kick ass, and leave. That's what he did. Damn. He just fucking bounced. Then we segue to King Kong. And King Kong is in these chains. And they're like, all right, we, we need to do something. I forgot what the fucking plot to all this shit was. It was they were trying so hard to make this shit mean something. Just fight. That's what we want. Just fucking fight. It was fun to watch the human parts or whatever. But I'm going to fast forward to the important part, which is the part where they're shipping King Kong on these naval ships. And because he's a big fucking monkey, right? And they got these big ass naval ships. And he's chained because, you know, safety first, I guess. They saw Jurassic Park and saw how that shit went wrong. And they went, no, nah, mm. fuck that. Right. And Kong could feel it coming. He's like, okay, wait, something's up, something's up. And the radar's going nuts. Something's up, something's up. And they could see on radar not too far, Godzilla's coming and he's coming fast. Hey, yo, pause. Mm-hmm. He's coming. And they said, holy shit, what are we going to do? And the guys, then the lady said, oh, you got no choice. We got to take the cuffs off Kong. They said, are you kidding me? We take the cuffs off Kong. He's going to break. He's going to tear this whole ship apart. He said, are you fucking kidding me? Kong's coming. And he knows. So he needs his damn hands. He's got to throw <laughs> hands right now. Take the cuffs <laughs> off. So at the split second, like Godzilla comes and he just starts destroying ships. I mean, he's taking out the naval fleet. Ironically enough, he's attacking every ship that doesn't have Kong in it, but I digress. Saying, he don't know which one. He just, fuck it. Yeah. You're going to sit here and strategize? So, you just start working, dude. By the time I figure it out, I clean this place out. So it's already. real anticlimactic. Not anticlimactic. It's very like highly climatic. The other way, he's got the chains on. Godzilla comes and starts fucking up the ship that Kong's on now. Flips the whole thing. They filmed it beautifully. All of a sudden, they were like, nah, fuck that. Hit the button. Kong's loose. Aw, shit. Kong's loose. So Kong, no lie. I wish I was making this up, folks. Kong starts throwing hands. <laughs> He's throwing hands at Godzilla. Now, Godzilla is like a radiated version of a Tyrannosaurus Rex, right? He got these little stubby, his stubby hands. He's got the stubby hands, right? This Kong is getting in to his ass. He is fucking him up until Godzilla, until he makes the the chronic mistake that everybody makes when they're fighting Godzilla. They forgot about his fucking tail. And Godzilla hits him with the roundhouse. Boom. Rocks his jaw. He's got the duckies going around his head. He doesn't know which way is up, left, right, or around the corner. Kong is fuzzied. He's rubber-legged. He's getting his ass kicked here. And Godzilla goes for some move, and Kong gets hit with it, and Kong plays dead. I'm not fucking around with y'all. He plays. He, he played possum. He got whopped and he went down. And the humans were making this motion like, yo, stay down, bro. And they turned the engines off. And it made Godzilla. He looked around. He realized all the ships were fucked up except for like two. But the ship's motors were out. So they're basically broken. And Kong was down. So Godzilla thought he had won and he left. And I'm like, you a Pussy! Why? What's the way you take this L like that? You tell you let these humans let you get washed like that. They just sat there and watch you get your ass whipped like this, and then they hit you with the yo, stay your ass down, son. Stay, stay your ass whooping down. Your ass. <laughs> whooping your ass. You need to chill. So then, so then, so then we fast forward. Oh, now I remember the plot because that's what happens next. So apparently, these kaiju's, these monsters, come from a world beneath our world. Right? Ooh. Yeah. 
So, like, there's this ship they're going to take that takes them below our cr- the Earth's crust. And just below that is another world that has, like, almost like its own atmosphere. It's like this weird little area or whatever. And that's where all of these kaijus are from. And Kong, of course, being king, they set him loose after he gets his ass whooped. They set his ass loose, and they follow him because they, they want to go to this place, but they don't know where it's at. He finds it. They follow him. And there's this big axe that he finds. And it's like electric. It's got some rocks on it. It's a badass looking axe. And out of nowhere, as they travel to this world, Godzilla gets hip to the idea that Kong is down there fucking with shit. So Godzilla, who's on our surface, decides, fuck this dude. I'm going to fuck him up again because he keeps playing with my fucking emotions. So he takes his radiation breath. He just looks down at the ground and just hollers. He just throws that fire right into the ground. And he keeps shooting it. And this motherfucker burnt a hole through the Earth's crust into this other world. And this shit happened like right next to Kong. Tell me tell me he jumped in the hole. Follow me here. <laughs> Follow me here. Tommy jumps the the God, Godzilla burns a hole through the Earth's crust right next to Kong. He stops breathing because he can now see the new world. He knows he's bur- he's dug a, di- a big enough hole. And Godzilla looks at the hole and does his roar. Burr! King Kong looks up through the hole and does his roar. <laughs> and then Kong says, fuck this. And he starts climbing up the hole. He's going up the hole. He's climbing the Earth's crust all the way up. This is what he's doing. They are making this feel like it's, that shit is like a bus ride away. Like it's not thousands of feet of compressed rock. These motherfuckers are just traveling through. And this has got to do something to our polarity. It's got to fuck up the planet in some way. This hole is too goddamn big. They don't give a fuck. The ship that followed Kong there, they came through a separate way, but they figure, fuck it, let's follow Kong. So they go through the hole. And Kong comes through the hole, and he's looking at Godzilla, and they actually have a scene where the two of them, I'm not lying, folks, the two of them square up. Like, this is we're going to do this one-on-one. Now, Godzilla is looking at this dude like, I've been already whooped your ass once. You fucking with my emotions. I got to put you down. So he comes lunging at Kong, and Kong says, oh, I got something for your ass now, and he pulls that fucking axe out, and he proceeds to put a whooping on Godzilla. He is fucking Godzilla up with this goddamn axe. He is busting his ass. (laughs) And, as a matter of fact, Kong starts to actually win this second fight. So I'm keeping score, right, because I'm a fight enthusiast. So Godzilla fucked him up to the point where he played dead. I'm going to give Godzilla the W on that one. Round two, the king of all Kongs said, I got to get my respect back. So he busted his ass. Now, it's a draw so far. So I'm thinking to myself, well, we got to have a third. We got to have a tiebreaker. We can't end this shit on a tie. Or so I thought. Turns out the reason why Godzilla was going so batshit crazy and fucking everything up is because Godzilla is a protector. That's one of his jobs as a titan. He protects the earth. And he was sensing some tomfoolery. He was sensing some 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 shenanigans taking place by the humans. That's why he was fucking killing humans out of nowhere. Turns out, this asshole, and it had to be a Latin. It had to be a Spanish dude. Why did it have to be a fucking old Spanish dude? It was fucking me up. Old Spanish people wouldn't do this. It's nonsensical. 
Latinos would not go out of their way to build a mechanical Godzilla. They wouldn't do it. Mecha Godzilla, which is a, 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 a popular character from back in the day. They didn't mm-hmm. create this. This is, this is an actual villain of Godzilla's back in the day. But a, an old Spanish dude with that kind of money ain't building a Mecha Godzilla. It's just not happening. You don't know. Now, the, go, the dude who made this mechanical Godzilla, I forgot his name. We'll call him Japanese dude number one. Japanese dude number one created this goddamn thing. And he ha- this, this is where the writers have more fun than they should have. Half of these motherfuckers were high. I know they were. He built this mechanical Godzilla to work through his synapses and brain waves. Meaning, he sits in this chair, he puts a helmet on, and every time he throws a punch, the mecha Godzilla throws a punch. A kick. When he swivels his hips, he throws the tail. This mechanical Godzilla also has an array of weaponry that would make Iron Man look like a goddamn water pistol. This guy, <laughs> this motherfucker has everything. He's got rockets out his chest, his hands, his back. He got guns coming out of his ass. He has, he has a red hot poker looking thing that comes out of his mouth. It's retarded. This is the ultimate weapon, right? They debuted him earlier in the film, but they, it, was just a, it was just a show thing. Now it's for real. Now it's, it is main event time. Kong and Godzilla are tied one-on-one, and they fire this fucker up, and they go, yeah, he going to whoop Kong and Godzilla's ass. But then something mechanically goes haywire, and the dude wearing the helmet gets his brain fried with the machine still on, which means the machine is now making its own goddamn decisions, He's, he's just going to fuck everybody up. Human, building, toad, ladybug, Godzilla. He don't give a shit. He killing everybody. <laughs> so he busts out. They had him in this like facility inside of a mountain, right? Which I can only assume was there for the big eventual breakout. Yes, he, he shoots this laser beam, cuts a fucking mountain in half, and just walks out mm-hmm. like nothing. They're just tearing this planet apart. So he comes out. Godzilla and Kong look at each other. Then they look at Mecha Godzilla, and Godzilla goes, nah, I can't have this shit. So Godzilla goes and fights Mecha Godzilla, and Kong looks at this motherfucker and says, nah, you on your own, B. And he walks the fuck off. <laughs> Yo, Kong, Kong, I don't know, man. This Kong guy sound pretty smart. Yo, Kong was like, I'm out. And he was just started leaving. And Godzilla said, no, nah, I got to fight this dude. I'm a protector. This is my job. I ain't signed up for it, but I'm fucking good at it. So I'm going to go fight this dude. So Godzilla, who just got his ass washed by Kong, now goes against Mecha Godzilla. And Mecha Godzilla is, is giving him some second helpings. He said, oh, you didn't get enough of that first ass whooping. So I got to give you another. You're not thinking straight, Godzilla. Look at me. I got rockets in my ass. I will fuck you up. So what else he does? He goes in there and he fucks him up to the point where, like, you're starting to feel bad for Godzilla. He's getting skin torn off. He's getting slapped around. It's embarrassing. He calls himself (laughs) a king. (laughs) He calls himself a king. <laughs> and he's getting his ass whooped pretty fucking Somebody good. Stop the fight, dude. He's like, Stop, he's already dead, son. Remember, remember, remember Rocky? Remember Rocky? Throw the damn towel! I see, I can just envision like rockets and shit being shot and blasting the world, and people just turning away with a cringe face, like, Ooh. Uh, Kong, Kong now is, Kong is leaving, bro. 
He's leaving. And the same, by the way, the human that's been communicating with Kong this whole time is this little-ass girl. She's like eight years old. It's hilarious. He listens to, if you know sign language, you can communicate with Kong. But for some reason, he has a real soft spot for this one little girl. And he, she was the one who told him to stay down, and he stayed down. So now he's leaving. Fuck this, right? I'm out. I'm not, this motherfucker has chainsaw hands <laughs> and fire breath, and his eyes shoot lasers. This motherfucker is the ultimate weapon. I'm not fucking with this dude. I'm you out. Got me fucked. <laughs> <laughs> you got me fucked up. And he's leaving. He said he saw when that nigga came up that mountain. Did you see? Did you see the way he made his entrance? Fight that nigga! Fight that! I was like, "Yo, we got to, dude. We gotta stop him. We gotta do it together." Yeah. So God's like, "Fuck you. That's your fucking problem." That nigga. He looks like you. He don't look like me. They didn't make it. That's your cousin. Yeah. They didn't make a mecha mecha Kong. They made a mecha Godzilla. That is your cousin you that's family business you go figure what. that out so he what, starts to make a kong i, I i'll fight yeah that yeah one. yeah yeah that's my since fight this that's one my is, fight. since this one is here yeah you go, when they make a metal gorilla one. i'll fight that motherfucker to the death this is your problem oh, so he starts to leave and the little girl is sign languaging to him asking him to help help godzilla and you can literally see this motherfucker exhale like, oh, man. With the little anime mushroom. Yeah, that just, oh, man. You're going to make me do this shit, man. Uh, so he goes, all right, if I'm going to do this, man, where's my axe? That axe was working good. So he goes and he picks up the axe, and he goes and he joins the fight. And they start fucking with this nigga. And Godzilla, by the way, when Kong joined the fight, Godzilla was still getting washed. But this time, Kong was using, he was using Godzilla like almost like bait. Like, here, fuck, <laughs> fuck this dude up, and I'm going to get you from behind. He's like, hey, look at the pretty Godzilla over here. And then he's he said, you don't took infinite damage already. <laughs> you can take some more of oh, his age, look at him. Godzilla's close. You almost got him beat. Keep looking at him. And I start walloping with the axe. So at the end, Godzilla does this crazy-ass move. It was dope, where he jumps toward the back of Mecha Godzilla. And he starts cracking at the neck, and he's ripping, and he's ripping, and eventually he just tears the whole fucking head off. And he fucking holds it in the air. He does that gorilla, whatever. Meanwhile, it's dripping. Bad disrespectful. He's dripping all over Godzilla's whooped ass on the side. <laughs> oh, my God. Damn, boy. Godzilla took all the hands for like 15 straight minutes. Kong came in and just tore the head off and got the clean victory. It's That's like, dumb. oh man, it's like when you playing like a like a like a, 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 a like a co-op and you getting all the kills and the, and the dude who's got like two, he got the one that matters at the end. <laughs> he killed the boss. Uh, he killed the last dude. Oh, that was the that was the last team kill we needed. Good job, Rudy. Good job. That's what Khan did. Khan did came in and then held that that damn. That's why I didn't care about the plot. Because the movie ended on that. No one gives a shit what these humans were doing. He picked up that big-ass Mechagodzilla head and just did his roar, and that was it. And then the two of them, Godzilla got up with his one-ass eye because his other one was swollen <laughs> shut from all the hands he was getting. <laughs> he got e-hounded by a medical, a, a medical, a, a medical. Mecha, a medical. He, he needed a medical, yeah. <laughs> he needed swift recovery. Godzilla needed Icy Hot in the worst way. <laughs> it looked like Balboa at the end of Rocky Two. His old he shit was full. He needed a ice pack. He's My like, man, man. he does, he does Godzilla. Godzilla, the Godzilla, can you get him to give me an ice pack? God, Godzilla. 
<laughs> Godzilla went into the water like, cut me, Mick. Cut me. I got to see. Yo, dude, I saw oh, a little no. girl right there. She got ice pack. Oh, man. <laughs> some aspirin, yo. No, my fucking Yo, yo, go talk to your humans real quick. I need an ibuprofen big time. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I got so much swelling. This is fucked up. Oh my god. I would have got up mad for you. Why you wait to the end, yo? You didn't see him wash my ass over here? You see my fucking just... eyes. You can see, you see, you see my face. The little girl that speaks to him looks I swear to God, when, if you do end up watching it if it's on TV, she looks like a little Navajo Why? Indian. Why? Because it's not gonna be this good. <laughs> what the fuck? She looks like a little Navajo Indian. I swear to God, she looks so Indian. I would have been like God's so like, yo, you let this you let this Native American dictate your whole life, bro. You like, <laughs> dictate your whole life. <laughs> you can't make decisions put, for yourself. What is you this? You put your life in danger twice. You just see me get my ass. Wo- he broke a mountain, bro. I couldn't have done. You know I couldn't have done this by myself. You just sat there and watched. You knew with your whole heart I couldn't beat that. <laughs> you knew I. Could- <laughs> you knew I couldn't beat that dude. What's the matter with you? That's oh, fucked up. I thought we had mutual respect. No, that's fucked up. No, said, but they looked at each other. Whole heart, you was going to whoop my ass. <laughs> you do. You just left. You just left. What the fuck? Anyway, oh, I don't, I'm clipping this out, but that's Godzilla versus Kong. Oh my god, how did we even get there, dude? <laughs> I forgot, but it was quite a journey. Fuck it. We were talking about. Oh man. Eternal. How the fuck did oh, we get there? Oh, because uh, oh, the whole uh. God's thing and the whole, uh, yeah. Oh, it, my God. It tripped up, I guess. Whatever. Anyway, we don't have that trailer here, but fuck it. If you get a chance, I, I know that we had a laugh just now. It's funnier when you watch it, I'm telling you. Because this is all the shit that I was saying when I was watching it. I was, my, my wife was getting upset because I was getting really into it, like I just did right now. And my son is sitting there, and I'm like, yo, he's busting his whole ass. Like, I... I'm saying all this shit with my son there. My wife was like, yo, you need to chill because he's going to pick all this shit up. I'm like, I know. I know I'm not speaking appropriately, but God, babe, this ass woman deserves curses. I can't speak regular academic American language and describe this shit to you. I need to throw a few fucks in there. This is fucking amazing. He is getting this ass handed to him. Man. I swear to God, if you guys watch the footage back, Godzilla's whole eye is swole. Shut. <laughs> swole. <laughs> he got I his... need some bandages. <laughs> I can't feel my ankles. Because <laughs> the, the last scene is the two of them from afar staring at each other and then Godzilla walking off into the water. And I could just see it in his eyes. He's like, yo. He's cussing. He's just cussing <laughs> to, under his breath the whole even way if back. It, even if it was amicable, right? Like, you could just tell he had a long day. Like he, even if it was amicable, like, <laughs> like, like even if he felt good, like yo, you knew that he was gonna whoop my ass, and I know he was gonna walk away. But at the end of the day, you made the right decision and you helped me, so thank you. And I'll see you later. I gotta go tiger bomb the <laughs> shit out of myself right now. <laughs> it makes it's seven so minutes good. later makes a fucking Facebook post <laughs> going black for going a little black. Bit. Yeah, this is an icy hot kind of night, bro. I gotta let you go. Going black for a little bit. Um, I'm not gonna be on Facebook I'm, for a little yeah, while. I'm gonna have to Nyquil tonight. I'm gonna let you know that right now. I gotta ice my tail. My asshole hurts. Did you know he had rockets in his ass? I didn't know he had rockets in his ass, but it's <laughs> it is what it is. Thank you for ripping his head off, dude. That was nice. It looked good. Thanks for having my back when it counted the most. You know, you wasn't there from the beginning, but that's all right. You got there when you, you know, you needed to get there. I mean, I had him where I wanted him. I know I was on the floor with his foot 
on the back of my head and shit, but that's all technique. <laughs> that's technique we, is what that is. That's, we need we need Ace Vane to do the entire movie. <laughs> oh my god. Man, how can we pay this man? How can to it do happen? That? We gotta make it happen. We gotta make it happen. What the fuck else were we gonna talk about? Oh, yeah, there was another fucking tra- <laughs> I can't I can't even segue to one other fucking trailer. Oh God, Venom, let there be carnage was the other one. Uh, that I wanted to talk about. It, it looks cool. Yeah. Uh, I have a memory of Carnage from the game. Oh, I the didn't red see cartridge. The f- yeah, I didn't see the first Venom, although I've always wanted to, but it's just something that never pops into my brain. I got to watch it. I do want to watch it. It looks interesting. This one was the one that I saw. I was like, all right, I like this. And I've seen a couple of them that, that have come up already. So. Okay. All right, so is there anything that stood out to you from the actual trailer itself? I mean, I love the fact, like, for instance, I'll ask you a more specific question. Woody Harrelson as fucking Carnage. I'm sorry. I'm sold. I just love whatever this fucking guy does. He sounded great. He sounded looks good. The Carnage costume looks great. Yeah, I was actually afraid because of his age. He is a little obviously on the older side, but I was But like, didn't nah, Spider-Man was... have something to do with Carnage as well? It wasn't just Venom. All of them were villains of Spider-Man. Um all of them, literally. Uh th- this version See the the version of Venom that they're playing with is the Eddie Brock that uh eventually became a good guy, you know, the character yeah, yeah, of Venom yeah. eventually. Through Carnage, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Right? No, no, well, Carnage? No, 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 not Carnage. <laughs> Venom Venom became a good guy. No, 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 no. I said yes, through the fight with Carnage, yes. if I'm not mistaken. Yes, 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 yes. So, yeah, you're right. Uh, so Spider-Man and Venom eventually had to team up to stop this fucking maniacal ass. And that's kind of, yeah, when the ball got rolling on that. Uh, about him eventually, what was it, God, returning, uh, retur- returning to his baby face roots, so to speak. And there's been many reincarnations of the Venom symbiote ever since. But Carnage, what makes Carnage to me, and this is what I'm nervous about when it comes to this film. Carnage is our Joker, to me. That's the way that I always kind of viewed him. I may be wrong mm, on that. He's worse. How so? Because I'm curious <clears throat> about that. Because... I mean, this is only from my little bit of knowledge, so I guess I could be wrong. But Joker, he had the same not give a fuck about anything mentality. Yes. But it feels like Joker liked to play. Like, he was more of a dangerous game player, and he didn't care how far it went. Whereas Carnage just wants to murder. Yeah. Like, there's no... (laughs) Like there's there's really no other good way to say. he just wants to kill yeah and and it does it doesn't have to be in a funny way it doesn't have to there's no no whatever he has to do to to obtain another dead body is what he wants to do and yeah. it's not about jokes and haha and funny mysteries and none of that yeah this is the same guy who's who's burned babies alive and killed countless individuals for sport he loves to kill to and murder. not that Joker I don't. Not that I don't think Joker could take it there. It would just have to interest him in some type of entertaining way. Yeah. Yeah, no, right. he's got to, he's got to, I, I can understand that explanation. No, I, I think you kind of hit it on the head there, actually. Makes a lot of sense to me. But the, when I was speaking about the comparison, I was more or less just bringing up the unpredictability factor of it, where you're not really sure what you're going to get from this guy. And although, yes, Venom going against Carnage is kind of following the continuality a little bit as far as the comic books go. But 
that Spider-Man element is kind of crucial to all of this, to me anyway. And that's what I was going to ask. Is this going to intertwine with them at all, or is this owned by a different company? A lot of rumor mill. No, it's it's involved with the same company that does... Because own. that's where you lose me. If there's no Spider-Man in this at all, it, it to me, it becomes confusing. But I don't know. Did they have a, a long comic series where this was the feud? They have battled in the past without Spidey, but if you're looking for the more recognizable situation, it's with Spidey. And there's been a lot of rumor. As a matter of fact, one of the biggest reasons that they dumped uh, the Tom Holland Spider-Man from the MCU for that brief amount of time was so that they could recast and put him in this. That was the biggest reason they pulled that. Uh, The backlash from the fans, the push from Marvel Studios, and it it ended up getting changed and... We have what we have. But the conversation still to this day is to get Spidey into some of these films. Now, here's where the rumor mill really begins to spread. Because Sony, for forever, wanted to include Venom and Spider-Man in a Sinister Six project. That's always been the plan. That's what Amazing Spider-Man had gotten started. That's why they reintroduced a Green Goblin. That's why they brought in Electro. That's why they did the things that they did. The eventual plan was to get to a Sinister Six project. We are now starting to see those uh, those lines being blurred with the new Spider-Man film that we were just talking about earlier, No Way Home, with Doc Ock, with Green Goblin's uh, bomb. We know Electro is in the film. We're starting to see pieces and pieces and pieces. There was a lizard sighting in the trailers, and people were picking it apart. We're starting to see pieces and pieces of the Sinister Six in these films. So now the question is becoming, are they tied together? And we just don't know it yet because that was, it seems like Marvel's going ahead with Sony's plan. Did they take Sony's plan without actually looking for, or looking to, you know, do it the way that Sony had envisioned it with a Spider-Man, with a Venom, with a... With all of these players, <clears throat> excuse me, all together in some sort of Spider-Man universe Avengers film where all of these assholes were all in the same thing all at once. Is it possible? Well, I guess we'll find out. I mean, yeah. We will find out. I mean, we may not find out in the Spider-Man film. We might, because I think Venom comes out first. If I'm not mistaken, let me double check, because I believe they moved the release date. Let there be carnage. Why are you not working? Oh, that's why you're not working. Because I didn't put... There we go. October 1st. Right. So we're going to get the Venom film first. Then we're going to get the Spider-Man film. So at best... Because I don't think for any reason at all we're going to get a Spider-Man in this Venom film. But if we got a tease of something, that could be pushed forward in the Spider-Man film. We'll see. Maybe we'll a see. maybe a Tom Hardy cameo for the Spider-Man film. Who knows? <clears throat> it would be cool just because because if you think about it in a really slick way, there has been no Eddie Brock in the MCU. They they, they didn't do that with this mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Maybe that was on purpose. Who knows? Maybe that was part of the plan all along. I can't put anything past these guys on any of this stuff. One more, actually two more here. This one's kind of out of the box. I'm going to say, no, no, let's get this out of the way. This could be quick because I just brought it up for interest sake. Did you see the Matrix trailer that I sent you? 
Yeah. I... <laughs> I'll try to make it sound less like homework than. No, I just didn't. <laughs> it's not. I mean, look, I'm going to watch it. Were you a fan yes, of the original sir. series? Yeah, I okay. saw it. I mean, right. I was younger when I. It was all the craze, dude. You know, everyone was trying to oh, yeah. slowly oh. fall down backwards and crack their head open. <laughs> everyone was doing the Matrix. Even yeah. Trish Stratus created the move, the Matrix. No, she didn't create it. She stole it. Hmm. She stole it. But yeah, I. I this story confuses it just me. Looked. So to me, this movie could have been called something else, and the it could have been a Matrix, uh, a Matrix type movie, and show those same scenes that reference the Matrix in them, and and probably would have been more hype for me to watch if that makes mm. sense. Like it didn't look like a Matrix movie. It was just Keanu and. Did I say that right? Yeah. No, I didn't say that right. Yeah, I said that right. Said it's that just right. him with his long... It's like he didn't change anything for this movie at all. He just woke up out of bed, went to work. It's John Wick in The Matrix. That's exactly what it looked like. That's exactly somebody, what some, it looked like. Somebody said, wouldn't it be a weird twist that the whole time Neo was in The Matrix, when he returned to the real world, he actually was John Wick? That'd like in be real life? fucking hilarious. Like, wouldn't that, but doesn't that fit, though? Like the, look at the way John Wick does his shit. If, if he was Neo when he was inside the thing and he came back to the real world as John Wick, wouldn't that make a little bit of sense? I was like, yeah. oh, man, they got to tie those. Somebody wants to put together a Keanu-verse. All of his characters from Bill and Ted and Point Break and, and, and Constantine all together trying all right. to with Take John my money. Wick. How much you want? <laughs> See now he wants to fight is this. We'll what you put want? This all Anything together. you want? We'll put it all together here. <laughs> I I was a fan of the original series. Um, all I, you know, people are really picky when it comes to their Matrix movies, or you know, this one was better than that one, and this one, you know, it was very meta back in the days. And, oh my God, that can be the the more uh, the bestest. There couldn't be a better word to describe that movie than. Meta, meta. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that movie was yeah. everyone loved it, man. Even if you hated it, you still did like the little stupid shit from it. The ending where it's like basically like Jesus Christ, he had to sacrifice himself for the sins of all the Jesus Christ, really? Fuck, <laughs> that movie was fucking well, like when you watch it at the end, like all three, and you get to the end, you're like, God damn, that movie was deep. Also, has one of the that franchise, I think it was the last film had one of the most gruesome deaths I'd ever seen in my entire life. That fucking Spanish dude who was in that machine shooting the shooting the guns and they right. just tore him to shreds in the yeah. machine. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, what a way to fucking die, bro. If I was that actor and I went to the movie and saw that, I'd have been like, oh my God, that looked horrible. Because as the actor, you don't see it. That's all post-production. Right. You just shake. It looks stupid. And then mm-hmm. you go, okay, hopefully that works. And then you watch it in the movie and you're like, God damn, fuck me up. Right, right, I can't right, watch right. that shit. I'm all torn apart. That's gross. <laughs> Look at the person next to me. You know that doesn't hurt as bad as it looks. Yeah, you see, you see, you see, like you take your, like your grandson or your nephew to go see it. And he's bugging out. Look, I'm right here. Look, look, I'm right here. I'm fine. I'm good. <laughs> okay, I'm good. I'm just as ugly as I was when the movie started. Look, see, that's it, good. man. <laughs> One last thing I want to talk about. And I wanted to bring it to the attention of a lot of people out there that haven't really been talking about this. I don't get it. Did you see the trailer I gave you for Star Wars Vision? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. Oh, dude, this is the this is the best thing you sent me. This is the best thing I sent you, and you asked me earlier before we went on the air. 
that you on the air. We're not live, but before we started recording, you and uh, and the missus were gonna hang out tonight and 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 chill and bug out. And you were like, "Hey, man, any kick-ass shows that uh, you know about? This is it. It was released. It's available right now on on Disney wait. Plus." Oh, all right. Oh, yes, yes. It's yes. available Put right it now. I'm putting it on. That uh, looked so good. It was like a Star Wars anime. It's an it anime in the truest sense. It's it's actually been created. I forgot the name of the company, but it's an actual anime company that put this together and took the storyline that was given to them and just made it work. This it's, very well might be the <laughs> the gateway to like anime for a lot of young kids today. This thing looked great, man. The colors look great. I didn't really like hone in too much on the dubbed on the the english the voice yeah. acting so yeah. i i can't wait to listen to some of that see if it's good but the animations just looked so good yeah i checked uh, so i checked good. before we went on the air because i got i got like i said i there's certain apps that i leave notifications on for and disney plus is one of them and i got that this morning so is this Star a Wars standalone <clears throat> side story I'm something going that they to just be, developed themselves i'm going or? to be 100 honest i'm not entirely sure uh, from what I understand from people that know a lot about Star Wars, I think they're taking material, they're taking some material that have existed, either through, because um, you know Star Wars still runs through uh, book form, right? Com- not just comic books. Oh, okay. No, uh, what are they? Graphic novel. Graphic novel. Yes. There it is. That's the word I'm looking for. And they're and they basically just took an animation style and went with the story. So it's, oh, so it's, this is going to be more book like. I this is I think I'm I'm not I'll have more information for next show. I'll confirm it. I'm going to look it up, but I do believe a lot of this stuff that's happening is not canon. I'm going to go with that. So we'll see. But either way, I mean, just for the entertainment sake of it, if it's not canon, if this thing gets over, it will be. Because they're gonna try to find a way. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, yeah, for just sure. like they did with you know. It like, looks good, so I'm I'm, in, I'm interested. I'm yeah. definitely I'm definitely gonna, now that I know that it's out, I'm probably yeah. gonna watch it. It's soon out. As it's out today. It's out right now as we speak. So those are a couple of the movie trailers there that we were talking about. We went a little long with that, but that's fine. Uh, one last thing that I definitely want to talk about. <clears throat> You're the gamer guy, uh-huh. and I had to bring this up with you because mm-hmm. now it's time for me to turn the floor. Little bit over to you because I got uh, some I got some goddamn questions. Okay. And there, I'm not gonna hit you with anything weird. I'm just look you know me in my history. I'm not a big, big fan <clears throat> of a lot of the so called super popular video games. I usually play the same ones over and over and over because I'm an old head and I don't know any better. I very, very, very rarely ever branch out into different things. Matter of fact, I've played more different video games with my son because he plays different shit than mm-hmm. I ever have on my own. But the one game that is that belongs to dad in this house and I can't play when Alex is around because it gives him nightmares mm-hmm. is Left 4 Dead. Mm-hmm. Now, I was told a thousand times over by people, yo, this game is just like Left 4 Dead. And okay. I got hyped. And then I got saw the trailer uh-huh. And I was like, it does have Uh-oh. a Left 4 Dead feel. Uh-huh. It does have a Left 4 Dead vibe. And then I saw a few more things, and I'm still on it. And then I downloaded the demo. They had that, that window open there. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get a chance to play as much as I wanted. It came out during a really busy time for me. Mm-hmm. But I got to you know test the gameplay out, 
roam around, campaign or two, weaponry, the look, the, the graphics, all that stuff. You get to play a little bit. And then, I don't know, I kind of walked away from it going, I don't know, this doesn't feel right. So I sent you a clip, not only of the trailer in case you hadn't seen it, but I sent you a full campaign. Someone had, you know, who did the demo or whatever, put the gameplay on for YouTube. And I got a chance to watch it, which I got a chance to see watch more than I actually played. Got to play, yeah. Yeah. So I don't. Did you get a chance to see that gameplay a little bit? Did I say? So, yeah, I saw it a little bit. Okay. So the question that I have for you is: After all this has come out, now that we know what it looks like, now we know what the gameplay looks like, now we mm-hmm. now that we're seeing the engine and how smooth everything is, right? Does this really seem like a Left for Dead game? I'm not really getting that vibe. You know, I wouldn't say I, I want to ask you why, but then at the same time, it's like, it's like, how do you ask someone why who's probably has more gaming hours in this game than you have gaming? And that means yeah. something. So <laughs> it's just like, I don't feel off about to this. me. This looks exactly like it. Now, I think it may be the FPS or. Hmm. The, the the graphics aren't as um Well Left for Dead was an FPS. No no no, no. I meant I oh, meant the frames the, per second frames per second later because oh. it's like an updated version, so maybe it feels a little quicker or slower. I don't oh, know. Okay. It depends on how you're used well, it to. definitely felt and a lot the quicker. Graphics and, uh, yeah, it aren't felt... as PlayStation One ish. It's obviously a lot better uh, than than the original game. Hey, no, the Left 4 Dead game was cool in 2012, right? Listen, my point is, is when you play a game like that for so long and then you play an updated game, it's going to feel weird. So that's why yeah. I say all that to say, what is the thing that you think stood out the most that made you go, ah, this just feels different. Like, um, it's just not the same. Yeah, I... Th- you know what? Now that you're saying that, well, maybe it was the FPS because I don't know. It just as as smooth as it all looks, it felt clunky. I wasn't moving as sharply. I I don't know. It felt like this the movements. This just I felt like it was so weird. When you first uh, did, you get a chance to play any of it for the demo? Or I did not get a chance. Okay. To play so when I first got it, um, Steph and I did it together. Uh, they they start you off at this base camp. Right. And at the base camp, you, you get an opportunity to kind of roam around, talk to some people, whatever, whatever, whatever. There's a gun range mm-hmm. uh, at the at the camp. So at the gun range, it gives you uh, a look at various different things. There's guns. There's melees, right? There's handheld weapons. There's grenades. There's all these different versions or whatever. You can try all these things out. And I was playing with that, and they have these targets that are in place. So I was like, you know, I'll just fuck around with some of these guns and see what's happening, blah, blah, blah. I think that was where I started to feel like something's off. Like, I'm just like, maybe I'm just not used to it. Right. Uh, it's just like, I don't know. It felt like I wasn't I wasn't reloading as fast. I wasn't clipping as fast. I wasn't dodging, I wasn't moving as fast. I, I guess I was trying to use some of my old strategies in this new game, and I got to adjust. Is what I'm maybe is what maybe I'm playing thinking. a little bit more, but all that all that stuff could just feel it just could feel different, faster, slower, uh, controller speed. And you said you may not feel like you've been doing something faster. They could have very well changed the speed of that. You know, they could have made it slower. You know, would, would it you be really know would, that? Would because this is what I thought in my head, and maybe you got more experience with this. Do you think they did something to it because it was the demo? 
No. Like it's not the full I version, so it's not the, moving the way. See, that here's it the thing. What I have noticed about this game, it looks like as you go along, you get upgrades. Okay. And you get this new thing has like you guys you can actually become like you can do a build, like a, a certain focus depending on what cards. Again, I only I know very little of this, but what cards and stuff that you get. So if that's the case, um it could probably top off just as fast or faster than what you remember uh but it will definitely or should definitely start out slower as if they have a incentive in the game to speed certain things up right mm. so maybe like your reload speed or your run speed or uh, how many bullets you have really like all that could be different because of the new mechanics in the game so if you're just playing the demo where you're you've done no progress, all you're feeling is the bare bones originalness of the game, which in theory would start off lower than the base game before, but top off higher based on your builds and stuff like that. If that makes sense. No, I I, I understand that. Yeah, and, and and one of the things that I learned from the gameplay that actually kind of made me laugh, I used to always joke. On the original Left 4 Dead, especially when there were certain, like, whenever we, whenever you're drunk or high or whatever, and you're playing at night, and it's dark in the room, and you're playing, you're online, and all of a sudden you're with your boys, and you hear the, the, the tank, you're like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, and you're just <laughs> playing around or whatever. I used to always joke around during the course of that. I said, God damn it, this game needs a run button. I want to run. Well... <laughs> Back for Blood has a run button. Yep. And, yeah, it's just, there's a sprint to it. And I was laughing because I, 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 I hit it by accident uh, the first time I hit it. And all of a sudden, my character went. <sighs> and I was like, what the fuck is it doing? What is that sound? And I didn't realize until I saw there's a bar. Mm -hmm. There's an actual bar that recharges on you when you stop. It's, a, it's like an energy bar. Yeah, for and you sprint. and you sprint, and as soon as mm -hmm. it's over and it drops, you just you just bend in a heap. <laughs> oh, you can't move at all. You, there's it, it's like a not move at all, like a like a like you're frozen in the position. It's more of a less like a, it's like a, a brief extreme slowdown. Oh, okay, okay. Because so you're so like a small fatigue, a yes, penalty. For yes. Well, it's a penalty as I found out through the course of gameplay. A penalty if you hold it all the way through, because you can sprint. About three quarters of the way, and it won't affect you like that. So it's like you just gotta plan your shit out. Don't hold right. that shit all the way through, or you're fucking finished. Right. And I was like, oh my god. So yeah, maybe I just gotta get adjusted. I don't know what it is. It comes out October twelfth. I'll be balls deep into my student teaching stuff, so I will have no time between now and December. I am booked. After December. I'm going to have all the time in the fucking world because I will be officially a college graduate and I will be, and I will be fucking done for the meantime because I got to go back. <laughs> mm -hmm. In order to stay a teacher, I got to get a master's, which is garbage because, the, listen, I work with teachers every day. They all have master's degrees and they're all dumb. <laughs> they, they, they can educate your children, folks. They're good at their jobs, but minuscule shit, is, forget it. Yeah. And we got a new thing over here. I don't know if what's going on over in Jersey, but over here, they just did this whole uh, vaccination mandate deal. Mm -hmm. And they told a bunch of people. They told people in July. 
yo, if you're going back into the school to teach, you need to get vaccinated. But to U of T, who, who is the union here, they're like, well, that's unconstitutional, and that's this, and that's that. And then they had this big ordeal, so everybody was like, yeah, fight them. I don't want to get vaccinated. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them didn't do it. And they basically called the DOE's bluff and just said, no, I'm going to work. Fuck you. So the people over here were just like, well, we tried to tell you. <laughs> so uh, they they sent the emails out to everybody today. They're like, yo, if you're not vaccinated by like, no, what was it? Like a, you, have to, you have to have had your first shot sometime this week. Then you can stay because then you have a scheduled second shot. But if you've got no shots whatsoever, then you're done here. You can't be here anymore. And they're, they're, you can't come into the buildings and you're, you don't work here anymore. Right. So they was telling people about that. I got vaccinated in June because I don't care about all that stuff. I got vaccinated before I was told I was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I had my card and everything. I wasn't playing with that shit. If I'm going to be around sick-ass kids, I need a body condom. I need all <laughs> kinds of protection. Fuck all mm-hmm. that. So that's what I did. I went and took care of that. So did Steph. Steph got her stuff done, and we were in there. But a lot of people didn't. So what happens now is that there's a lot of people who are saying, I'm not getting vaccinated, bro. So if you're not going to let me go to work, I guess I'm done. I'm going home. So there's mad classes right now that don't have teachers. They got to call in subs because these teachers, a lot of these teachers and paraprofessionals and just staff in general are just like, no, I'm not getting that shot. So I guess I'm going home. And that's it. So we we opened up school here in New York, but like half these motherfuckers are not really at work. They closed down two two that I know of, maybe more because I'm not, I'm not really paying attention to it. But two for sure because I heard it on the news. Two whole schools, not even classrooms. The whole school is closed. Nineteen teachers got it, and a few of the students mm. closed it all down. And I said out loud, I said, if nineteen of them motherfuckers in the building got it, that means that neighborhood is sick. Hmm. That, it, it has to be. That shit is not contained just to, to, to those nineteen people. How many people did they come across to get to the building? You know what I'm saying? Like this, this, this levels to this shit. So I was like, man, fuck all that. So I'm student teaching at a school, uh, and it's working. So you getting paid? paid. It's, it's get it's working out well for me. But they paying y'all extra, right? Yeah, uh, I get I get teacher salary while I'm student teaching. Oh, so my shit. money my money goes up and then it goes back down when I come back. Uh, in oh, so you're a supporter. Hey guys, don't get that vaccine, man. Y'all, they 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 can't take your no, rights I, away like no, that. No, I'm not a supporter at all because I was student <laughs> teaching anyway. Like I said, I'm vaccinated. I was gonna get that shit, and the person that I'm working with was also vaccinated right from the gun. So I was getting my shit. I'm getting my money. My pay. My bag is secure. I'm good. But there's people who who literally told because they don't even have to like quit or anything. Like that. You don't have to do anything. Just get the one shot. You're good. You can get it right now. But there there's people who are actively just I I don't want it. And I've and some of them I've spoken to. I spoke to one of them yesterday. I was like, you're not gonna get the shot. It's like, nope, I'm not getting that shot. Like, is there any particular reason why? He's like, I don't want that shot. Period. I don't I don't want that shot. And I'm like, okay, I get it, but you, you, you know that you can, you're not gonna make money now. Like, you have to find another job. Yeah, you, you do know that your job isn't the only job doing this. Yeah, 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not only that, but I mean, like, I'm sure this individual could find another job. I'm not saying they're dumb or useless. Or no, like, but, but they're going to have the is, same yeah. rules. Yeah, what I'm, yeah, exactly. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're going to have to go looking for another job, and they're going to ask you to do the same shit anyway. Right. So what are we talking about? You know, at least with this job, the UFT, because even though they've passed down this mandate, the UFT is now saying they want to fight it. That even if, yes, you're forced to get this shot, if anything should happen or whatever, like they're keeping a sharp eye on all this stuff because they they don't want this to happen. I was telling you, you know, this particular union is going to raise some hell over there. Like you might have a better shot here because our police, the NYPD, they listen when our mayor went on television and said, yeah, we're making this mandate happen right so if you're in the medical field education field, he was naming he was naming name he was gangster he was naming names yo if you work for this if you work for that if you work for this you're getting vaccinated period end of discussion right he didn't say it that aggressive but that's what he said and immediately after he said that they did an interview with the, what was it, the police the chief of police here in new york mm-hmm. and he looked at the camera and he literally said hell no i ain't getting fucking vaccinated <laughs> These the police officers were the first ones. They were like, "Fuck all that noise! I'm not getting shit." Mm. We were like, "Oh lord!" And then the UFT jumped on it, and everybody's fighting it or whatever. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. I don't understand. There's so many people. <laughs> this, this, <laughs> there's still people out there that think that this shit is a setup. It's a joke. It's not real. Anyway. More people think that than than others don't. Yeah. It's getting to be that way. We have a friend of ours. We were just having this conversation, a buddy of ours, a personal friend of ours, who has uh, a legitimate uh, medical condition. She has an allergy to some of the shit that's in that vaccine. She has an allergy to a lot of medications. She can't have penicillin. She'll blow up and die. So she's one of these people that are on that list of people that cannot get the vaccination otherwise they'll fucking die she had her two sons tested they're unable to be tested as i mean vaccinated as well based on what's in these vaccinations they were suggested by their doctors to not have the test taken so they have a legitimate gripe about not being vaccinated they have a reason to not be vaccinated and it suck they think that it sucks because they want to be and there's people out of here who do not have that, who do not have any reason to not get it other than the fact that they just don't fucking want to. If the government today said, you know what, fuck it, fuck it, fuck all of it. We, we don't give a fuck about the vaccination. We, you can do whatever you want. Fuck it. I don't care. We're not going to keep talking about this. This is stupid. Forget it. It's there. It's available. If you want it, you want it. If you don't want it, fuck it. We don't care anymore. We're just going to drop the whole thing. If they did that tomorrow, nigga, everybody would get vaccinated. Everybody. Because that's how everybody gets vaccinated anyway. They don't ask questions. Doctors says, hey, you need the shot. They just get the shot. Because everybody on TV is going, hey, get vaccinated right now. America is just stomping its feet. No. I'm telling you right now, if the fucking director of all medicine or whatever the fuck his name is just said, you know what? Fuck it. They would get it. They just don't want someone pointing a finger at them and telling them, don't it, get it now or else. Right. No, Jesus. It's the same thing with the mask. 
Mask mandates are not new. They've been around for fucking years. Asian people have made it a fashion for decades. Right. This is not a new fucking thing. People of all races, colors, and creeds and ages have worn masks. The only reason it's an issue is because they were told to. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. When people got SARS back in, what was that, 2008, a lot of people wore masks. Same thing for Ebola. People were wearing masks around AIDS patients. I don't know why, but they did. Hmm. But, it, but now it's an issue. It's for the same reason. They just don't want someone pointing at them and going, do it now. They just want to be left alone. That's it. Don't tell them what to do. Don't tell me what to do. It's like when you tell, like, I do, I do this shit with my kid all the time. Brush your teeth and floss. But my son has a few metal caps. So I tell him all the time, be careful with the floss in the metal caps. Because if you yank on them, it's going to cause pain and hurt you. So what does this idiot do? He puts floss in his fucking metal cap, yanks it, and he's in fucking pain. The next night, I don't say shit about it. I just let him floss. Guess what happened? Not a fuck, nowhere near the fucking metal teeth. And I'm like, oh, so you just didn't want me to tell you shit. That's what it was. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. So if they just left it alone and just let people decide whatever it is they wanted to do, that's what they would end up doing. And that's it. That's all that it would be. That's why I stopped wasting my breath on it. We don't harp on it here on the show anymore. As a matter of fact, I don't think we've talked about it at all with you since you've been on it. Mm-mm. Yeah. So I left it alone. I left it alone. I don't, I don't, I'm done. Fuck it. If he dies, he dies. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm telling you, what, the, the, the lady at my job, there was a lady at my job today telling me about that, how she got, she was one of them. She goes, I'm one of them. I was like, fuck the mask, fuck the vaccine, fuck this, fuck that. And then she got sick. She almost died. And now that you have to, you have to convince this idiot to take her mask off. You almost got to trick her into it now because she's got it plastered. And she's got she's got the full vaccination, and she wishes she could take another. She's waiting for the booster. Give me more medicine. Give me all the medicine. Right. <laughs> she's like, I almost fucking died. She goes, I. Mm. She goes, at one point, I was wishing already that I did, so it would stop. That's how bad that shit felt. But go ahead. She's more offended by this shit than I am. She was fucking mad when she found out her coworkers were like, Nah, fuck that. I'm not taking no goddamn. Well, she can't be mad because she was right there with them until she got sick and would still be there with them if she didn't right. get sick. Right. But you know how these people think. We just talked about that with Flair. We <laughs> just talked about that. Everything. If she'd have never got sick, she'd have been, she'd have been right there with them fighting. Yeah, UFT, you tell them I ain't wearing shit. All right, then. I have a much, this is going to sound stupid, but it's true. I'm in the classroom every day. I never have to tell my students, children, to keep their mask on. I only have to tell the adults. That's it. They're the ones that I have to continuously keep telling over and over and over again. Put your fucking shit on. This is not a joke. I don't care what you think about the whole... That's fine. But we... Are licensed in this room to do what we got to do, and that's what the law is. That's it. Yep. I'm not getting yelled at and penalized and putting my money on the line because you have a belief. Fuck your belief. 
and put your fucking mask on. You can have yep. your belief on your fucking time. You're in my classroom. It's my belief. I'm telling you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be Hitler, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I'm, 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 I'm rule with an iron fist. That's it. It's gonna be over for a lot of people. Ah, so next week, next week, we're back in the back in the booth here. Let me see. Let me pull this up one more time. So now, next week we're gonna be doing another regular episode here. We have to figure out the live situation for the ninth. Is what we said. For four years, four years, four years, four years. I can't believe I've been doing this for four years. Mm. That is crazy. It'll mark your first whole year. Wow. Yeah, I know. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) I did a good job. I did a good job. So uh, before we get out of here, I had, what was this? Kaboom. There it is. Kaboom. Kaboom. I like that one. Couple more for the road. Hold on, hold on. Oh, it's a transition. Can we play that before every time we change topics? So anyway, on to our next topic. Hey, we're on to the next thing. <laughs> yes, that what we're doing. Oh, I don't know. We'll we'll talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have a discussion when when Flair put his dick on the top of that chick's head. Target neutralized. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. So many people in this industry, bro. Join the people. Oh! Somebody! Oh! He needs some milk. (laughs) Oh my. All right. We're done here. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Oh man. Next week, folks, we'll talk a little bit more pro wrestling. We'll be back on our shit. Um, We have. did you get a chance to see Wednesday Wednesday's AEW? I'm catching uh I want to say yes. Well, but the one with Danielson and Omega? The actual fight. Yeah, the, the No, the, no no no, I did not. All right. So, that one and Well, I'm catching up on all that stuff. Do you have this stuff DVR or do I have to send it to you? No, I have DVR. Okay. I watched Both? I Rampage watched, too? I tr- yeah. Okay. I'm all there. I I try to watch them every week. WWE is harder. See, okay, look, we said we wouldn't talk about wrestling, but this AEW shit they're doing is genius because it fits so perfectly into my schedule. Watching both Raw and SmackDown in one week is a fucking chore, dude. Yeah. It is so long, but I digress. Yeah. But yes, I have it down. I have it saved. I just have to actually watch it. All right. Okay, so there you go. He's going to jump on that, guys. We'll be back on all that because, as I said, and, and not to tip my hand, but that's one of the best wrestling shows I've seen in a long time. Not top to bottom, but there's some moments on there where it's just like, wow, this mm. is going to be great. And Rampage has the potential to be just as good, so I can't wait to talk about that. And whatever insane shit happens between now and fucking next week because this wrestling business is always ever so fucking changing. You are on a homework assignment for yourself, I guess, because you said you're going to put this Star Wars Vision thing on. I want to try it out, too. Maybe we can divulge a little bit into this next week as well, just to catch yeah. up and see what's going on. And even to throw you a curveball, I even watched NXT 2.0 already. Oh. I told you you wouldn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I mean. <laughs> I well, said it. I we, said we can, it. 
we could talk about it a little more, but I, I, I'm more willing to watch this than what was before. There you go. See, well, I have my reasons about. why I'm not saying that the show was good. I'm just saying there's a reason why in the way that it looks that I'm much willing to watch this than what I was watching. before. All right. Save the venom, save it, save it, save it for next week. So I want to take this time to thank everybody out there for joining us here on the show. We're inching ever so closely to the four-year anniversary. I am excited. Uh, did not – I say it every year, but it's becoming even annoying, I guess, for me to fucking say at this point. But, yeah, didn't think I'd get this far. So here we go. We're year, year number four. Uh, and the best is yet to come because I did four years while I was in, in college. So when this thing comes to an end, get ready. I have a lot of – um, I just scheduled posts for the official Facebook page of Orsini's Uncensored Mind. I have scheduled posts for Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, there will be a throwback episode. Some of my personal favorites uh, that will be coming back and they'll be re-upped. Uh, every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday between now and early December. I have that lined up all the way through, all scheduled out. Some of the best moments on this show, some of the best interviews, uh, even some of Dave's best hits. The whole wrath of Brother Dave is on there. We're going to be able to hear that again in all its glory. Dave had his panties in a bunch that day, mm. and you guys will get a chance to hear it in all its fury. I've also taken clips from some of the other episodes that are not being pushed uh, in full episode form so that you guys can get a taste of what those episodes sounded like. So some of our best stuff in actual clip form uh, now uh, uploaded to YouTube. They haven't all been released at once, obviously. I will not murder all of you who are subscribed. I will release them ever so slightly, and then those will also be available on social media so you guys can listen to that. So all the stuff that I've been talking about doing, I got a chance to do recently, and all that cool stuff's coming back. Some of our funniest moments, some of our most intense discussions, some of our best full-on episodes, including hits like the video game uh, episode where we did high score, uh, some of our movie trailer stuff that we did. This is the newest version of the one we did today. We've done other ones in the past. Uh, I think some of the lightning rounds are coming back. Uh, a lot of stuff. Anniversary shows, our 100th episode, our 200th episode. Uh, there's a lot of stuff coming up down the line on, the sh on that stuff. Um, all the different platforms that we're on, everything. We've got some new stuff down the pike coming. This is going to be very interesting. I've actually put together a nice little co cohesive little marketing strategy. We're going to be putting the shows in some different areas, get some different audiences to come in and listen to us. I've recently got some new listeners that are, believe it or not, close personal friends of mine who, if they're listening now, are pieces of shit because I'm doing episode 205 right now. 205. Y'all motherfuckers are supposed to be my friends, and y'all sharing episode 202 and 199. I'm like, God damn, you're just getting on the wave now? Uh, but anyway, better late than never, I guess. Uh, our last episode, the but keyword is... Drake did say never late is better. Yeah, our last episode, uh, <laughs> keyword... 
<laughs> just go. <laughs> I'll try not to shit on them any worse than I already have. Uh, the key word is consent. That was last week's episode. Uh, flying off the shelves. People are downloading left and right because apparently Ooh. they were interested to see what we would talk about as far as that documentary. Everyone's talking about the plane ride from hell. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for downloading. Thank you guys for sharing. And of course, thank you guys so very, very much for enjoying. This is episode 205. We will see you next week, guys. This is my daddy's 200th episode. If you'd like to sew, buy some mugs, t-shirts, mugs, tank tops, beats towels, phone cases, go to H-A-O-U-N.com. This is my daddy's 200th episode. This still keeps him busy, and he's not playing with me, so stop listening. But, but he's actually wearing me, so I won't fight. <laughs>